the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Sideline Sanity with me, Michelle Tafoya, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Coming up, a little bit more for Wanda Sykes and, unfortunately, another mass shooting. For nearly three decades, she's reported the action from the sidelines. She started very young. She's covered the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and the college football and basketball national championships. And now, during these insane times in our world, Michelle Tafoya thinks we need a serious dose of sanity. This is Sideline Sanity with your host, one of the sanest people on planet Earth, Michelle Tafoya. Happy 5th of July, everyone. I hope that you were able in some way to enjoy your Independence Day. Unfortunately, it was marred by tragic events in Highland Park, Illinois, an affluent community outside of Chicago. I'm not going to mention the shooter's name. I will say that we are seeing this rise in these mass shootings, and they seem to be very young men. And I don't have all the answers. I don't think anybody does. But naturally, I mean, within moments of this happening, you just knew what was going to happen. Social media was going to break out into its two halves, basically, with the middle, the sane portion of us just kind of watching like a ping pong tournament or like Wimbledon and not really feeling like we could say much that wouldn't be parodied or made fun of. So immediately people started saying this guy must have been a Trumper because he was white. And of course they dug up the pictures of him and all the rest. And then other people were saying, oh, you're going to figure out that he's a socialist or a communist. I, I don't know. This isn't productive. It's just not productive. What we have here is a crazy individual, someone whose brain isn't working enough to let him know what right versus wrong is. And once again, we have a social media background, it appears, of some very violent things. No one saw it or paid attention enough. I think he had fewer than a thousand followers. I don't know who they were. I don't think he followed anyone which should tell you that he was very, very isolated and thought he was the source of all his own answers. Okay. Anyone who does what he did is not right in their brain. They're either evil, mentally ill. No sane person goes and does this. Somebody who is influenced by other crap does this, whether it's influenced by mental illness by some extreme agenda. And I'm not even sure 
we should care what that agenda is. I mean, we're going to have the same old arguments. He's going to be called a white supremacist, even though, as far as I understand, the victims were white. He's going to be called a Trumper. He's going to be called all these things. But what we really need to focus on was this 19-year-old kid whose dad apparently ran for the mayoral position, ran for mayor in Highland Park and did not win in 2019. This kid whose brain was not fully formed, got access to this rifle, climbed up to the roof of a building and started shooting people on the 4th of July. 22 years old, I'm being told. Okay, not 19, 22. Brain still probably not fully formed. 22 years old. Thanks, John Berg, my producer, for correcting me on that. We want to make sure we get the facts right. Point is, young dude, aspiring rapper, I guess. I, I don't. What we know is very limited at this point. And so why people insist on immediately categorizing this person, this is where social media has gone so afoul. It's gone so wrong. Everyone jumps in to make their stand and take their side and get in their corner and determine what drove this guy and what drove him is always the opposite of who that who's posting on social media. So if I'm a real lefty, well, this guy was obviously a real righty, or if I'm a real righty, this guy was obviously a real lefty. They make those assumptions to fit their view of the world. Kind of tired of the word narrative, but that's basically what it is. But this wasn't the only violence in Illinois or in Chicago this weekend. And it wasn't the only 4th of July day violence. We had the cops shot in Philadelphia. Mass shootings tend to catch our attention for good reason. It's atrocious. It's hideous. And now to have it on this day, it's going to, for everyone who was at that parade, probably ruin their memory of the 4th of July. And maybe that's what this person was out to do. I don't know. But in a way, this is like, this is terrorism. It's domestic terrorism, right? The guy goes up on a roof and starts shooting at people and scaring the hell out of everybody there, ruining the day, killing people, taking life, maiming others. I mean, it's sick. It's absolutely sick. And those who want to defund the police should acknowledge that within eight hours, they had their they had their person of interest. The police did that. Law enforcement did that. So it's just, it's such a tangled time we live in when all these opinions are flashing around. And I just want to posit an idea to you all. Is it possible that in this world of social media, where everyone jumps on and they hope to get a blue check or whatever it is that distinguishes them as someone special, and and state what they believe and spew out their venom or their love or whatever they decide to spew out, I wish it was a little more love and a little less venom, we could all use that, they, they start to believe that because they are published, because they are out there in the world with their voice and their belief that they are somehow important and that somehow they can make other feel people feel less important. And so some guy with 22 years on this planet 
who hoped to be a rapper, I guess, needed to feel his own importance. I don't know. I I don't have the answers. What I do know is it was really ugly how fast this thing went political, how fast it went into the two sides in their corners again. And Illinois, with some of the strictest gun laws in the country, well, that's where this happened. So we can all blame the gun, but the gun didn't shoot itself. Some guy got it, apparently legally, and wreaked havoc on a 4th of July parade. Whew. And again, with social media and with 24-7 news, we get the information fast and furious and the whole world comes to a boil. And we all feel like we need to participate in this rage, this outrage, this... And so we do. And it's just not always healthy. I guess what I would say is take a breath again and let's learn what we can and let's deal with this in some way that is productive. And let's also remember the victims, not just of this shooting, but of every other shooting over the weekend. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I... I I promised myself that in this podcast, I would always try to take a calm, sane, rational voice, sideline sanity. Sometimes you feel like you're going a little insane because there's so much noise. So I kind of recommend maybe you take a break from the noise. And I'll tell you what I did on the 4th of July after all of this hit the fan It's just an example, but I was surrounded by a lot of people who did the same thing I did on the 4th of July. And I'll tell you about that in just a second. I'm not going to be embarrassed to tell you that one of my favorite presidents was Ronald Reagan. I got to actually see him and sit on the same stage with him uh, for the Bicentennial of the Constitution when I was just fresh out of college and I was working in the Capitol in Washington, D.C., and I worked on that commission. And so I got to help organize this big festival of the Bicentennial of the Constitution. It was amazing. And Ronald Reagan once said, all great change in America starts at the dinner table. And I think some of it's true. And my dinner table all weekend long this 4th of July was about good ranchers. 
chicken, beef, steak. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And I had friends and relatives in from other parts of the country and they all loved it. And by the way, they all ordered from Good Ranchers before they left my house. Good Ranchers delivers a 100% American meat experience to your door. They guarantee that their meat is born, raised, and harvested here in the United States so that you know where it comes from. Because did you know that 85% of grass-fed beef comes from overseas? It's imported. So this way, with Good Ranchers, you know who you are supporting or whom you are supporting. You're already buying meat, so buy it in a way that strengthens the American farm. Uh, it's, it's a really good deal. It might feel overwhelming to wrangle everyone to the table and have that family dinner at home, but Good Ranchers makes it really easy because everything's individually packaged. So you can just pull out the three hamburgers you want to cook that night or the two steaks, chicken, seafood, all seasoned with salt and pepper, and you're ready to go. And it's not like one delivery is great and the next one isn't. Every box is superior quality, flavor, and value. Good Ranchers is a company that supports American agriculture and business. They support us and what we do. So go check them out, support those who support us, and make sure to use my code TAFOYA, T-A-F-O-Y-A, to get $30 off your order, plus get free express shipping. You can make gatherings at the table common again with Good Ranchers. Take advantage of this offer before it's gone. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash TAFOYA, T-A-F-O-Y-A, to start bringing people to the table creating change in America, and eating seriously delicious food from Good Ranchers. So I was going to tell you what I did for the 4th of July. You know, it was so disheartening to hear the news out of Illinois. So disheartening. It, it just, it was, it was a gut punch. It's always a gut punch. And to have it happen on the 4th of July made it worse for me somehow. It represented the worst of America instead of the best. But as fortune would have it, my son had a baseball game out in a place called Delano, Minnesota. And so we packed up the car and the dog and the bug spray. Yeah, the bug spray, Minnesota, summer. And we went out to this wonderful ballpark that was built in 1896. And we all stood for the color guard and we stood for the national anthem. And even, I think it was after the fourth or fifth inning, they played God Bless America. And, and the announcer made all the players come out of the dugouts, remove their caps, even for God Bless America. It was a beautiful thing to watch. Everyone there was wearing red, white, and blue. Everyone. It was small town America. And my brother and sister-in-law, who were in from Los Angeles, loved it. And my best friend, who is here from Portland, Oregon, loved it. It was a slice of Americana that you don't get to see every day. And while I was walking into, and it was a big, there was a big fair going on and the baseball. And while I was walking in, I unfortunately remembered or was reminded about something that comedian Wanda Sykes said on the Colbert show about a week ago. And we're going to play it again because I want this to seep in and I want you to really hear it. Um, I'm going to ask my producer, John Berg, to go ahead and roll that sound. The problem is that middle stuff. It's, it's those states in the middle, that, that, that red stuff. Mm -hmm. why, why do they get to tell us what to do when the majority of us live out, you know, New York, California, and we're paying for all this crap, really? I mean, right? Yeah. We, we're footing yes. the bill. 
Well, that's, that's the union. It, it's yeah. supposed to be a representative democracy, but it turns out to be minority rule right now. Right, right. But if we fit in the bill, you know, and, and, and like California, if it were a country, be what, the, like the fifth largest, yeah. fourth, fifth largest economy. So if, you know, if I'm fitting the bill, know your position. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know, for real. Like, look. If I say, hey, let's go out to dinner, you don't get to pick the restaurant. Just shut up and eat. Know your position. So as I walked into this fair and I saw all of these people, these proud Americans, I kept hearing Wanda Sykes in my brain thinking, I wish I could show her this. Like she thinks that the coasts should be running the country, that they're paying the bills, that they're footing the bills, so we should know our place here in the middle. Let me remind Wanda Sykes that we are not in a pure democracy. We're a democratic republic. And here's why. Republics are in opposition to rulership by a single person. All eligible citizens get equal say in decisions through elected representatives. Unalienable rights of individuals are protected by law to safeguard against a majority abusing the minority. A republic is similar to a representative democracy, except it has a written constitution of basic rights that protect the minority from being completely unrepresented or abused by the majority. That's why we have an electoral college. That's why we don't just go by the popular vote when we vote. Because if that were the case, then L.A. and New York would rule the world. Is that that's not what the American idea was about. We have 50 little labs here. We have 50 states that each have different values or different, their own state constitutions. And then there is the constitution. It just seems to get lost on her. And a lot of people, a lot of people, I'm reminded, feel that same way. And yet what I saw in this middle, this red stuff, she calls it, I'm sorry, Wanda, and I'd love to have you on this podcast. I doubt you'll join me, but you're invited anytime, and I will treat you with respect and dignity and have a good conversation with you. But what an elitist attitude you have. Know your place. We're paying for it. Know your place. I saw three war veterans out there, the color guard, on this baseball field, proud as ever, representing their country, these guys were in their 70s, 80s maybe. I, they, they, they pay for a lot of stuff, Wanda. Not with money, but with blood, with their lives. I drove through farmland. I drove past corn stalks and all kinds of different farms. So when you go to the grocery store, Wanda, you probably don't go yourself, but when you buy that stuff, that food that you're treating everyone to, according to you, remember where it comes from. I, I, it makes me really sad that someone is that ignorant of what our country is built on, that ignorant of the Constitution, and that brazen to go on national television and tell people to know their place hardworking in that middle, that red stuff. So I applaud all the people who were proud to be American yesterday. And it's hard right now. And I get that. And I'm still proud. It's hard. It's hard to be proud of what we look like right now. Because yeah, we have an incompetent White House. 
and it's embarrassing. And we have a citizen citizenry that is arguing like cats and dogs. And we're probably as divided as we've ever been. And we've got celebrities taking pictures of themselves, flipping everybody off or saying whatever they want to say. And we've got people misrepresenting the facts and we've got a media misrepresenting the facts in so many cases. Like I remember preparing for the show this morning and I was looking for sources on something. And every time I was about to click on a link, I went, I don't really trust that source. I don't really trust that source. Even when it had a .gov on the end, I said, I really don't trust that source. I mean, it's tough right now. It is really tough. But what I want to do is just tell you to hang in there. I feel like change is going to come. And I'm not talking about radical change against anyone or for anyone. I'm talking about some settling down into sanity again. That's all I'm looking for is settling down into sanity and finding leadership we can be proud of, we can trust, we can have confidence in. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope that good people run for office. I'm just looking for that settling. People want the pendulum to go this way and then the other side wants it to go this way. And and people are characterizing what's going on right now as a, as you know, we're going back to the fifties. Nobody banned abortion federally when that Supreme court justice overturned Roe v. Wade, they turned it back to the States. So if you live in California, if you live in Texas, if you live in Missouri, if you live in Wisconsin, make sure your voice is heard where you live, whatever side of it you're on. That's what this did. It turned it back to the States. And for people who are representing it as, oh, you can't get, uh, you know, rid of an ectopic pregnancy, bull. I'm calling bull. You're talking to a woman now. I'm someone who had major, major issues getting pregnant and had to have some procedures done. So let's, let's calm down about this. And remember really what we're talking about is that this is back to the states, back to the people, back to all of you to determine in each of your states. Um, nobody has banned abortion and nobody will ban abortion. I know certain states are looking to go to some really old laws and I, I, I'm pro-choice. I hope those don't happen, but I'm pro-choice with exceptions. I, I don't want to see us having abortions at nine months. Now there are, the word exception is really important. I've met a doctor who is pro-life with exceptions. He honors the life of the mother. He honors the mental state of the mother. I, th I think we all really agree on this much more than we realize. But once again, just as with the shootings, people are digging into their corners. And it reminds me of that game I used to play with my friends when I was little. Well, my dad's taller than your dad. Well, well, but my dad's stronger than your dad. Yeah, but my dad's more handsome than your dad. Yeah, but my dad makes more money than your dad. I don't know if any of you did that when you were kids, but for some reason I remember that. And so then you'll go further and further into your corner to make sure your dad is better than the other person's dad. So that's kind of what we're doing. Well, my side is smarter than your side. No, no, my side is more moral than your side, but my side has history on its side. No, but my side has the few... 
there's a middle ground. And that's what we're looking for on this show. That's what we're looking for. So before we go, I've got one more message for you. And I'm going to give that to you about, again, just taking pause and finding some sanity in your life in just a second. Well, folks, since November of last year, the stock market, I'm laughing because every time I say the stock market has plummeted, I, I'm right again. It's, I mean, it's just, it's happened again. But gold, gold has been on the rise and gas prices are insane. They've ticked down a little bit. They're still insane. Don't accept this as the new normal, please. The stock market is volatile. Inflation's been on the rise. It's worse than it was last year. We've got this war in Russia and Ukraine. I, that we're all still hoping doesn't get any worse than it already has. The markets do not like instability, but the good news is you have options. Gold prices are rising because investors are turning to gold for protection. Gold provides a hedge against inflation and protects against a weakening dollar. Legacy Precious Metals is the only company that I trust when investing in gold and silver. You need an investment that's going to protect your wealth and your retirement. So call Legacy Precious Metals today. Be proactive about this while there's still time. I, I will hearken back to 2008. Those who invested in gold back then, they saw huge gains and other people just lost their retirements. Legacy Precious Metals can advise you on all of your options for investing in gold and silver. You've got nothing to lose by making a phone call. You can speak to an IRA expert at Legacy Precious Metals at 866-528-1903. 866-528-1903. Or download their free investor's guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right, I'm going to wrap up with this July 5th edition of Sideline Sanity by encouraging you to remember that when, look, social media is here, the toothpaste is out of the tube, but your participation in it can be really sane and sound. Remember and tell your kids to remember that whatever they post is there forever. Even when they think they've deleted it, someone's got a screen grab. Somebody does. I mean, maybe not. Maybe the odds are slim. But a friend of mine told me that he tells his kids, whatever you post, picture it on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the LA, whatever. Do you want it there? And if you don't want it there, then don't post it. Would you want your grandmother to read it? But this, this part is important. If someone tweets at you, if someone retweets something you've said and critiques you and it hurts, and there's no denying it can, it can pack a little sting, Remember that unless you know who that person is, and I mean by no, unless you know them well and know their character, why would you give up your power, your emotional power to that person and what they think of you and your tweet? What they think of you and your emotion, your opinion? So as you go through the rest of this week, a lot of you are out on vacation, whatever you're doing, remember that. Before you get really super angry at stuff, take a breath and say to yourself, why am I angry and what's it going to accomplish? And if you're angry because someone said something really stupid, 
then say to yourself, wow, that was really stupid. I'm sorry that person said that. And I, and trust that there will be counter, that you don't have to provide the counter argument. Someone else out there will do it for you and probably do it pretty well. And then you can retweet that. I, I just want to encourage people to, to take a breath and, and remember that anger over social media and even really over all of media is pretty well wasted. Life is really short. You get one crack at it. Make it sweet, make it happy, and remember to own your power over your thoughts and your opinions and your emotions and don't give it away. Don't give it over to some bot on Twitter or some random Joe that you don't even know. Listen, I get it all the time. And so while I appreciate all the positive feedback that I get, I have to remind myself that I can't just choose all the positive and say, I'm great. I'm smart. I'm the, no, because there's plenty of negative. When I stepped into this arena, I knew that it was going to be a 50, 50 proposition. My hope is that I can get like 25%, 30% from each side, maybe even 40, probably not 30% from each side to sort of find some middle ground, to find a sane place to talk about issues, to listen to each other, to listen to some sanity to breathe and to understand that their anger and their lashing out that you're not accomplishing anything. If you really are upset about a specific issue, if it really matters to you, go do something about it. And I don't mean go do something violent and go, you know, but you can protest peacefully. You can write letters, you can boycott, you can make your statements, but understand that if you really want to see change, it doesn't come through angry tweets. It comes through something much more that requires more hard work, more commitment than that. And if you're not willing to do that work, then it probably doesn't mean that much to you to begin with. If you are willing to do the hard work, good for you and go do it. But do it with some sort of joyfulness in your heart. Be a happy warrior, as I like to call it look to the future with some hope. Try to temper the anger and remember that the anger, it, it does not get you anywhere but stressed and uncomfortable and more angry. And that is not worth it. It is not worth your mental health to do that. It is not. Breathe. Remember who you are. Remember who the people who love you are and surround yourself with that. And then if you want to go do some hard work, Boy, by all means, go do it. But don't cut corners and don't take cheap shots and don't let anger rule the day. This has been Sideline Sanity. I'm Michelle Tafoya. We'll see you next time. So with the economy the way that it is, which is not great, makes you think about what is smart investing these days? I was given a gift of gold by my mom. My husband and I were gifted some gold for a wedding anniversary and we're really grateful. And I am really grateful to Charles Thorngren, who grow, who joins us now from Legacy Precious Metals, a sponsor of Sideline Sanity. Charles, we appreciate you so much. You know, we're hearing more and more about how inflation ain't transitory after all, and it may be here a while. And, you know, food shelves are getting, the lines are longer. It, this is really, 
it's not the America I grew up in and it's, it's worrying a lot of people. So if, if someone's thinking about investing, what do you tell them? You, you know, it's, it's an interesting conversation. Investing nowadays, uh, we, we want to go back to kind of the basics really where diversification has always been key. And, and we hear it, we've been told it ad nauseum, you know, diversify, diversify, and then everyone puts all their money in the stock market and wonders <laughs> why when there's a pullback, they're in trouble. Diversity means asset class diversity as well. You know, some real estate, um, some precious metals. These are the things that gives your portfolio the legs to stand through all the storms that will happen financially. And, and we know that they happen. They happen continuously and they recur. So that's what diversity is truly meant to do. And that's why people used to talk about diversity. So when people see the value of the dollar declining or they see inflation, um, how do you get the average person like me to understand that gold can still be appreciating or that gold can protect right. against that stuff? How, how does that make sense for people? You know, the, the easiest way to look at it is if you look at gold, right? Gold is the anti-dollar investment. As a dollar gets weaker, gold gets stronger. And we know that because it takes more dollars to buy that gold, just like cars cost more now, right? Um, anytime you have inflation, the item that you're buying costs more. The difference with gold is that it doesn't devalue. It's considered a alternative currency. Basically, when you say that I don't have complete faith that this financial system is not built on a house of cards or I don't have complete faith in in what the current Fed is doing to fight inflation, this is where gold comes in. And this is where we see people increase their amount of gold because a diversified portfolio should have some gold regardless. We need to remember that the United States Fed says 2 to 3% inflation is ideal. So that means for the average saver, if your retirement account's invested and it's based in dollars, that you're going to lose 60% of your purchasing power to inflation by the time you're ready to retire. And that's under the best of terms. And now we can talk about the, oh, it's transitory. Oh, no, maybe I was wrong. Um, maybe we need to do half basis points every month for the rest of the year and then see where it's at next year. These are scary things that mm -hmm. the experts are trying to tell us that, maybe we didn't have it right. And this is why people have gold and this is why it offers that protection. It's interesting. Uh, I, you know, I think people think, well, if I'm investing in gold, do I actually possess the gold in, you know, I have it in a safe. Do I have, how do you get gold? How do you keep gold? Right. And, and physical gold. I mean, this is what we do. So yes, if you're buying it outside of an IRA, we can deliver it right to your home. And you can put it in your own safe. You can put it in your safety deposit box. If you don't feel comfortable with that, we do offer storage for our clients as well. Okay. So there's lots of options. Uh, in the IRA, it's stored for you. Just like your IRA account, you don't have access to those stocks. So if you were to take funds from your IRA, you could make that investment and you'd have the retirement account invested in the precious metals as well. And it would be handled just like every other IRA account. That's really interesting. And, and now I'm going to ask you a tough one, and I hope you'll forgive me, but I'm just going to be candid uh, and, and ask what I think might be coming to people's minds. Sure. If the experts in Washington are making all these mistakes or they were wrong about inflation, then they're going to look at you and say, hey, Charles, why should I trust what you're telling me and why legacy precious metals 
is the place to go. I'm, I'm asking this in an honest sure. way because I because I I know you want to be transparent about this stuff. So how would you Absolutely. answer that? You know, it really is. is I'm not a politician. Um, <laughs> I have no desire to be a politician. I like what I do. Right. I help people prepare their finances. I help people with their retirements. I help people set up their funds so that their children and their grandchildren have something that's there. This is what I do. This is what I do for uh, enjoyment. Um, uh, very big in economics. Um, um, but metals is that thing that it's an alternative asset, right? When I was a stockbroker 30 plus years ago, it was unique kind of then. And then everybody was a stockbroker and everyone had stocks and there was nothing different. There was no protection. Everyone said the same thing. To me, it didn't make sense for everyone to be doing the same thing. If we all do the same thing, then we all fall together. And we know that if you follow the government's direction, you're buying into whatever they want to sell you. Now, it used to be politics was a little different. We've gotten into a place where we can't say that anymore. It's not always for the people. It's, we see that. We see that what they're doing with the economy itself. We know that we have to have something else. And this is why we do what we do here at Legacy. And my history is, is why people should, you know, give us a call, chat with us and see if it makes sense for them. Last thing I want to ask you about is I remember 2008 and I know a lot of people mm -hmm. do. And, it, 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 you know, that was a crash and there have been other crashes. But why is it that when the economy crashes, gold has historically risen? I know you said it's sort of the anti-dollar. Right. Is there a way in layman's terms to explain why that happens? It's, it's the safe place. Right. When, when there's so much risk out there and people are losing so much money, they just want safety. Mm -hmm. So l let's look at inflation. We know right now we're running close to eight and a half percent. We can dig some real numbers out there and we can debate that, but we'll just take that number as it is. We'll use eight percent. That means everything costs you eight percent more this year than it did last year. And we know it's going to go higher because the Fed's already promised us a lot more interest rate raises right to fight inflation but we know it's not enough when they say things like we'll try to raise half a basis point five times over the next six months and see where the economy's at next year that in itself lets you know you need to find something that doesn't put your livelihood in their hands they're, they're juggling an economy and the stock market, and it was never meant to be that way. So you have to protect yourself. And this is where gold comes in because it is the anti-dollar. The weaker the dollar gets, the stronger gold gets. And, you know, 2008, I remember after it happened, um, the people that would call and try to salvage their retirement accounts. And it was a very devastating time. People would call and they would be crying that they can't retire now. They have to continue to work. They're 67 years old and their plants are gone because they lost half their value. And that's devastating, you know, but this is where those who were involved in gold, they saw gold almost double in price. It offset the losses. It offset the losses. So again, Charles is not suggesting that you put all your money in one place no. that not even gold, but 
diversify your assets and precious metals is a good way to go. And legacy precious metals is the only company I trust when I talk about and do my investing in gold and silver, and you can contact them as well. LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. I don't know why you would waste another minute thinking about it. Just talk to them. I mean, just ask them, see what your situation can can manage and handle and might require and just get some answers. Uh, Charles, I appreciate your time. Thanks for this. It's been very educational. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 